You're listening to The Good Girl, Free Woman Show, where sensitive women learn to drop the good girl patterns, get off the emotional roller coaster, and find freedom from overwhelmed, people-pleasing, and exhausting relationships. Are you ready to finally feel happy, emotionally healthy, and free in your relationships and career? You are in the right place, my friend. Keep listening. Are you trying to fix yourself when someone hurt you or when someone's harming you? I remember I saw this post once and it said that highly sensitive women, what they'll do when they're hurt by their partner or someone else, they will go internal and look at what's wrong with me versus looking at the person that harmed them or hurt them and say, what's wrong with them? Or how can I protect myself against this type of pain again? And this goes, this trickles over into our healing journey, right? If you're listening to this podcast, most likely you're someone who is in or, um, yeah, in a difficult relationship, maybe one that's emotionally abusive or your partner shows signs of high narcissistic, like a lot of narcissistic traits. And what can happen is as the recovering good girl that you are, is that you want to fix, you want to research so you can see how to fix you to make you better so that the relationship or the person can be better. And, and so the danger in doing this is that we become this endless project as if in this emotionally abusive relationship, you're, you're not already an endless project because you can never do anything right, or you're always doing something wrong. Right. And so you're in this like loop of trying to constantly fix yourself so that it, even in times when you're being harmed or, um, your safety is being threatened, emotional safety is being threatened, um, that you can go into this, this state of, um, stress response, right? Where you're, you're activated and you're triggered rightfully so, because this person is like emotionally abusing you. They're saying harmful things. They're saying mean things. They're, um, manipulating you. They're lying to you. Like our body gives us clues. So when our body's activated and we react to that trigger, maybe you lash out and yell, maybe you ball up and cry a lot. Um, maybe you feel anxious or maybe you feel like you need to control because it's uneasy. It's not safe. You don't know what's going to happen. So you try to control, you try to convince, persuade this person to change. You try to, um, make your kids calm down so that, that, that person won't harm you or won't. And when I say, when I talk about harm, I'm talking about emotional abuse. I'm not talking about physical abuse, but like harm you with their words or get angry or whatever. The thing is that you fear the most from happening in this situation. And so what happens is you're fixing all the things around you, the people yourself. And you're just like, later on, you're maybe you go in and you're like beating yourself up. Like, why did I respond that way? Why did I yell? Why did I scream? Why did I lose my shit? Why did I, why do I keep crying all the time? I'm just tired of feeling this way. I'm tired of being activated. I have been doing work. Maybe I've been reading books, listening to podcasts. Maybe I've been going to therapy or getting coaching and I'm still responding in these ways that I don't want to respond in. I'm still impatient. I'm still lashing out. And I want to, I want to be a voice of reason with you today. I want to let you know that you are normal and that 
when you're in these difficult relationships where your reality is constantly being questioned, where you're constantly being talked down to or the passive aggression, you know, being the covert abuse, like you're being um, talked down to and criticized constantly, you're being doubted, but it's in a more a hidden way, a more co covert way. So it's passive aggressive. It's not really easy to put your finger on right away. It takes, you know, this type of reaction, like getting activated is normal. And I was talking to someone the other day and they were, they were in therapy, trauma therapy. And they were like, I've been working on this, but I, I got angry and I yelled and I feel like I've been short tempered. <laughs> Like, is it even working kind of thing? And I'm just like, my dear, sweet soul, when you are in an emotionally abusive relationship, whether you are separated, whether you're in the same home or not, like if you have kids and you're still having to talk to them, like this person you still have contact with, it messes with your mind. Like it is going to activate you. It is normal to be triggered. Now, the next level is like, I don't want to act out of character where I'm yelling and screaming and throwing things like, yes, there's a way to learn regulation. There's a way to learn how to do that. And that's the work that I do with my clients inside of the free woman group coaching program. And so it's like learning how to regulate your emotions in healthy ways versus stepping out of character, catching the triggers when they happen, but to not expect to be triggered when you're in a very difficult relationship is just not realistic, especially if you guys have been together for a long time, like expect to be triggered. And it's not like expect to be triggered. So I'm always going to be triggered and, and feel like I'm going crazy all the time. No, the triggers are an opportunity for you to look within yourself deeper to see what is showing up for you. One, two triggers are also a sign that it's not something in your environment is not safe. Triggers are not always like this bad thing that they seem to be because especially if you're in an unhealthy relationship, one where you are, you're being manipulated, controlled, criticized constantly. Like, of course your body is responding. Of course you're activated. You're in an unsafe, emotionally unsafe environment right now. And what I found to be true within my own journey and with the person I was talking to the other day, and then the women I work with, it's like, instead of looking at the situation, like, of course I was activated. Do you see how this person treated me? And then looking at, okay, so what did, what did I need in that moment? How can I protect myself and how can I practice more detachment and all the things we will tend to look within ourselves and say, what's wrong with me? Something's wrong with me. I need to do better. And like all this shame comes into play and it's like, you're shaming yourself for having a normal response to an unhealthy situation. And yes, we, when we do the work, we can get to the point where the triggers lessen in frequency and intensity. But when you are being harmed, you're, when you're being harmed, you should be activated. You should be activated. Absolutely. If you're not, then your body is not, is not normal. I heard someone, oh, I was listening to this podcast. What does she say? She's, uh, I can't remember, but the name of it, but she was like, or was it one of my programs I was in? She was like, if you don't want to be activated in a situation where you're being harmed or where someone's mistreating you, she goes, that leads into like psychopathy, like 
where you have no feelings, no nothing. And you don't want to be that way. You want to be the kind, loving, empathetic person that you are. And being activated when you're being harmed is an unrealistic expectation, unless you want to go into that level where you're just like, you have no feelings at all. Because these when these people, like the people that we're in relationship with or that we have to encounter in relation, like they're narcissistic or they're emotionally abusive, they're controlling, they're high criti highly critical, like constantly criticizing you. That's not normal. That's not healthy. Your trigger is normal. You don't want to be numb, completely numb to harm because then you're going to constantly be going into putting yourself in places of harm. Like your pain that you're experiencing is a sign is, is trying to communicate to you. It's a sign. It's trying to tell you something. And, and one of those some things is, Hey, this is not a safe environment for me right now. Hey, I'm someone's trying to control me right now. Hey, someone's trying to harm me right now. Um, I went, I was driving my kids to school one morning and I was sitting at the stoplight. My daughter, she talks so much. <laughs> she talks a lot. Um, compared to me, at least like I'm sitting at the stoplight to turn right, to take my son to school, drop him off first. Right. I hear a horn honking and I'm like, Oh, I, you know, I didn't think anything of it. I'm in, in conversation with my daughter. We're at a stoplight to turn right. Then I hear it go a couple times. And then finally I was like, wait, are they honking at me? Cause it was a distant sound. I, I wasn't like sure if they were or not. So I looked out my window and in my rear view, I see this car like jerking their car, like speeding up and slamming on their brakes, like in a, a little bit to try to like, go, 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 you know, get me to go. And her hands, she's waving her hands in the air in my rear view mirror. And I'm like, oh shit, she's, uh, she's honking at me. And so I looked forward. I was like, am I sitting at a green light? Am I sitting when there's opportunities to go? There was traffic and there were little gaps here and there, but it's a lot of traffic because I was one, on one of the busiest streets out here. And, um, I wasn't thinking nothing of it. Cause you know, I'm enjoying conversation with my kids. And so I look and I was like, okay, well, let me just, let me see if I can fit in here and go. And I was waiting for my opportunity. Cause now I'm going to pay attention. Cause you know, clearly someone behind me is like pissed off. Mind you, I was sitting at the light, not even a minute. I'm not even lying. I, <laughs> I wasn't even there a minute. This person clearly it was in the morning, was in a rush. And first of all, let me just say, if you're in a rush, like, and you're that worked up, you need to leave early earlier. And that's not my problem. That's her problem. And so anyways, as soon as I turn, go to turn right, the light turns green. And so she speeds up beside me and she flips me off. And in my, um, something I've learned to do, which is wonderful. <laughs> I just waved at her and smiled because I was like, she's flipping me off. I'm waving and smiling. Actually, I got that because someone did that to me. Okay. I'm not even gonna lie. I used to have really bad road rage and I can't, I don't think I've, had too many instances where the person did rage to me. But when I was younger, in my early twenties, I was bad. You guys, like the story I'm describing to you today about the, what this woman did to me is what I used to do to people. And I am ashamed that, to say that, like not ashamed, but I feel bad for saying that. Not, I feel bad that I used to do that, but I've learned my lesson and I'm so against it. Now I'm just like, it's, it, I look at it like it's comical and sad at the same time. Cause if you have road rage, you don't know how to regulate yourself. You need, you need to learn. Okay. Because nothing in life is that serious. Um, in my opinion, unless you're being abused. So 
we go to, I turn to right. She's flipping me off. I, I waved and smiled. And then, um, I pull up to the stop side stoplight. She's next to me. She doesn't say anything. She's acting like she can't see me. I'm looking at her like, okay, is this girl about, she about to pop off. Like what she want. And, um, my window's down. She didn't, she didn't say anything. She's just acting like she didn't see me was doing her own thing. As soon as the light turns green, she jerks her car in front of mine. Guys, mind you, this is morning. It's morning traffic. She jerks her car in front of mine before I could even push the gas pedal. And she brake checks me. So she brakes and then she goes like five miles an hour. And I'm like, okay, I see what you're trying to do. I'm not going to get worked up. Like I'm not about to be pissed. This is a happy day. I took my kids for a treat to get them breakfast before school. I'm, I have my freaking kids in the car. First of all, that pisses me off. Right. But I'm trying to like, just, I didn't even have to try hard. I didn't feel attached to her emotion. I was on alert. I was activated because I was on alert, like, okay, I, I need to watch to see what she's going to do. But I refuse to allow myself to be pulled into her drama. And this is something that I, um, I have been practicing over the years that I really have gotten way stronger at. I'm so proud of myself for how I handled that. Cause like I said, in the past, I would have went off on her and I would have been the crazy lady, just like she was acting. I would have been right there meeting her, flipping her out, cussing her out, all the things. Uh, but this morning I really felt a detachment from it. I felt detached from her feelings. Normally I, before I would feel heated, angry inside of me. Like I would feel it just bubbling up fire, rage and all the things. And then that would come out outwardly. I can't even begin to describe how Justina changed my life. I'm a new person. It wasn't easy, but with her help, I was able to feel this level of confidence and love for myself and those in my life like never before. It feels like I've been set free from this gigantic weight that was holding me down. I feel centered, calm, and just overall happier. This is one of the reviews from one of my one-on-one -on -one clients. And I read this to you because I want you to see that the, the transformation is real when you do the healing work. Okay. And I have three spots open for one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. And if you've been listening to this podcast and you're just like, I know that's me, I need to reach that next level in my life. I need to break through. Maybe you're in a difficult relationship. Maybe you've recently left one and you are ready to be able to regulate your emotions better be able to stand in your power and in your confidence and lead your life as an individual without it, you know, your emotional stability being dependent on another person. This is for the woman who wants it all, but feels stuck and overwhelmed trying to manage it all. This is for the woman who's ready to shift her energy from easily triggered to happy and unbothered without spending years in therapy. This is for the woman who's ready to trust herself more without constantly second guessing herself or seeking outer validation. This is for the woman who knows she deserves more reciprocal relationships, love and support, but feels stuck pouring into toxic relationships. This is for the woman who's ready to love herself and live wildly authentic instead of taking care of other people's emotions and needs at the detriment of her own. If this sounds like you and the results that you want, then you are a perfect candidate for my one-on-one -on -one coaching. I only have three spots available until 
this for this year. And then I'm not opening one-on-one again until next year. So click the link in the show notes or reach out to me on Instagram. But if you click the link in the show notes, you can click right over to the website to apply, apply to work with me. And um, I would love to, to meet you and to hear your story and to support you in a safe space. All right, back to the show. But inside this morning, or I felt real peace. I felt really at peace and disconnected from her, which this is a thing. If you are um, codependent, recovering codependent, people pleaser, um, then you likely struggle with enmeshment, like being enmeshed um, with other people. And um, like your identity is, is, it always feels like an identity attack when someone's upset with you. And you can feel that in your heart and your gut. It's like a punch right? It's like someone just took the breath out of you and like, oh my God, someone's mad at me. Like, it just feels like you're dying. Um, every time someone's disappointed in you. Well, when you practice differentiation and detachment, you are able to see that person is upset and I'm not. So they can deal with their upset in their own bubble. And I'm going to deal with my life here. And you don't get activated in the sense, like I need to react or respond to them in this moment right now, because here, 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 when we get in our trigger, when we're triggered and we go into fawning, right? I need to, I need them to love me and like me. So let me try to do all these things for them, blah, 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 blah. Let me try to make them feel good, say nice things, offer them things. Um, that's the fawn response, right? Let me try to please them so they can like me because I can't stand this discomfort of them not liking me because I'm so enmeshed. I'm so, my identity is so in, intertwined with the opinions and views of others that every time someone's upset with me, I, it's a personal attack to my, of my identity. So practicing this detachment and, and differentiation, the the practice of doing that has allowed me to build up like this really thick uh, glass that it's not penetrate. Like I'm not penetrated like I used to be when people are, are upset. So in this instance, this lady's pissed off and I just felt at peace inside, but outside it was like this layer. I was activated. Like I, I wasn't reacting or anything. I was pretty, pretty calm. And I was actually laughing at her because I was like, this lady is crazy. Like. She is loony for doing this right now, um, for being this pissed. So anyway, she brake checks me, slows down to five miles per hour, then speeds. I was like, I ain't playing this game. So I pulled over into the next lane so that I could keep going at the speed that I needed to go to get my kids to school. Um, and as soon as I switched the lane, she vroom, sped off, sped off, and then had to flip, cross over three lanes last minute to get on the freeway because she was wasting time trying to brake check me, right? I'm laughing. I, I don't really care, but I did notice after I dropped my kids off and I was telling, like teaching kids a lesson, like, this is what crazy looks like. You know, you can't let pe what people do get to you when, when they're angry, like just talking my kids through it. Cause they were a little uncomfortable too. Cause it was very obvious what this lady was doing. Um, so anyways, I'm talking my kids through it. And then when I get home, I noticed that I, I was activated and I, I, for a second there, I caught myself going to like, old thinking, like what's wrong with me kind of thing. Like, why am I activated? I need to check out why I'm activated. Uh, like oh, what part was showing up? And I tell you this story because number one, <laughs> it is normal to be activated when you are in an unsafe situation. 
the fact that I felt so rooted and grounded internally, but I felt like just a little bit of layer of like, I'm on alert and I'm activated. Like, okay, what's about to pop off? Like you about to get out your car? Like what we about to, we about to throw down? Like what's going to happen? Right. Of course, because I have one, I have my kids in my car Two, I was completely thrown off. I had no idea this lady was freaking the, you know, freaking out behind me. And, um, three, it, it, she was, it was a threat in my morning commute. There was a threat. And so if my body should respond to that threat to be on alert. Cause if I'm not on alert and something were to happen, I wouldn't be ready. Right. I wouldn't be able to do what needs to be done to protect the safety of my children or myself. So a fucking course, my body was activated rightfully. So, and I should have been right. Um, not activated in the sense where I'm losing my cool. And I'm like, like her, like she, she was clearly she was triggered. And that's why she was hands in the air, just screaming, yelling, like speeding all this stuff. Like if you, if, and if you were that much in a rush lady, like you wasted, (laughs) you wasted so much of your morning energy. I feel for you. And if you're listening to this and this is you, you're that person who's brake checking. I am going to pray that you jump in a course, jump in a program and learn how to deal with your emotions and your, uh, learn how to regulate. And I'm not saying that from a place of judgment. I'm saying that from a place of this is the right thing to do because I've been there. I was her in my early twenties. That was me all day long. I'm no longer there. And, um, you can get there too. You just need to learn how to regulate and take ownership for your own emotional, like your own emotions, your emotional states. That woman in the car was so active and triggered. Who knows what she like, is she rushing to work? Is she, I don't know. Either way it goes, she's worked up and doesn't know how to keep herself regulated. If you're that pissed because you want someone to go right, Learn how to regulate yourself and calm yourself down and accept what is. She's not going right. Okay. You can't control people. That is a clear sign of someone trying to control through their rage, through their whatever, right? Because she wants to be able to do something. It's like a kid tantrum. I want you to do to go. So I'm going to throw a fit and honk my horn and scream and wave my arms and hope that you go. Hope that I can force you to go, right? She didn't, but someone who is able to regulate their emotions, who's doing the healing work, understands what other people outside of me do. And yes, it goes all the way to little things like being in the car, right? Waiting in a line, things like that. Instead of being impatient, it's like, oh, okay, I really need to get to work. This person's taking forever. I'm going to find a different route. Or I'm going to accept that I didn't leave and give myself enough time. So instead of making a ruckus, instead of getting myself dysregulated and therefore ruining my entire morning because I'm so pissed off that some stranger I don't even know (laughs) didn't turn right at the light. And now I'm worked up and I'm having a crazy day. And it's like, I'm my, my, um, emotions are elevated and I'm like not happy. And I've just ruined my whole morning because this person didn't go when I wanted them to, instead of that being able to regulate yourself and accept what the the hard truth of the reality is and taking take ownership of the role that you played in that right so someone healing and regulating and all the things would be able to say i accept that i 
don't have enough t time to, I'm not going to make it to work on time. Like I accept that, right? This is what I had to do. This is what helped me a lot. I accept that I'm not going to make it on time. I'm not going to put myself in an unsafe position where I'm speeding, where I'm putting my kid's life in danger, where I'm doing things that are going to, that could possibly harm me or the well-being of my family emotionally and physically because it's not going to do anything good. I'm just going to accept that I'm going to be late. And maybe I'll call my job and say, Hey, I'll be 10 minutes late today. And then I learn the lesson because I'm taking complete ownership that, yeah, maybe I should have left 10 minutes earlier, or maybe I shouldn't have stopped at the store to get something to eat and sacrifice today because being on time is that important to me. Right? So I accept that I'm not going to be on time and I accept that the person in front of me is not moving what I want them to. And I accept that I also have the agency to move how I want to. I can't control what other people do. Me acting out and raging is not going to control what other people do. Right. I mean, it may for some, but you're not ever guaranteed the control of someone else's behavior. You can just control yourself. And so I'm going to take ownership and do um, what I can to live in this rested state of acceptance and just doing my best on how can I get to work on time better, uh, more in other days? How can I, um, leave gaps for traffic. Okay. I'm off on a tangent now. So let me get back to the point of this whole episode. When you're activated and you're actively being, your safety is being threatened or you're emotionally being, being harmed emotionally. It is normal. That is just a sign that your body is doing its job. Of course I'm activated. This person is trying to harm me or hurt me. Of course I'm activated. This person is showing me signs that this is not a safe environment. That this is not a safe conversation. And just allow yourself to give yourself some compassion, some understanding. Okay. That compassion is that love like, oh, I see how you're showing up for me right now, body. I see that you are, you are concerned about me being safe and you are on alert right now, which is rightfully so. Thank you for trying to protect me. There are times when our triggers are activated and it's like a younger part of us. And it's like, oh my God, this younger part is driving our bus and they're acting irrational. And then there are times where we are actually being harmed or being our safety is being threatened, emotional safety is being threatened. So, or even physical safety. So of course we're going to be activated. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you that you need to fix. You should be activated if someone's harming you because that helps give you the information that you need in order to make the act, take the actions and make the moves that you need to make to make sure that you are safe. Okay. Our body's job, our brain's job is to seek safety, seek safety. So if something is just like a lion, I'm not going to use that example. Just know that not every activation that happens within your life is a sign that something is wrong with you or that something needs to be fixed or that this part is like this younger part is here. Like, Absolutely not. Sometimes we're activated because we actually are in a threatening position where we're, our safety is being threatened and we need to honor that. 
And instead of trying to constantly fix ourselves and correct ourselves and oh, something's wrong with me, just show compassion, show understanding, and just show gratitude that your body shows those signs so that now you can do what you need to do to make yourself safe, right? All right, my friends, I hope this was helpful. Remember that healing is not about fixing you. It's about learning to love you more. And not every activation is a sign that there is something wrong with you. I hope this episode served you in some way. If it did, the best way to thank me is to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram stories. All right. If you don't have Instagram, (laughs) leave me a review on Apple or Spotify. All right, my beautiful sensitive souls. I will talk to you on the next episode. Bye.